We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Uh, he was about to leave with Chloe, so give Daddy a kiss and he ran up the hallway and he went to give him a kiss. Mm, you smell nice, Daddy. <laughs> I was like, what? Like... <laughs> Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Red Hot The Pod. So today we have another very, very special guest, a dear old friend of mine, none other than Mitch Orville. Snaps. Hello and good morning. Hello and good morning. It is extremely, I mean not extremely, but it is quite early today. I needed to get in another episode um, for next week just because I head back overseas at the end of this week. And I thought because Mitch is local, I always wanted to get him in on an episode of the podcast. I thought we would end up doing it next season, but I just threw it out there. He was free and we made it work. So thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Oh my God, of course. I'm so excited to jump in because if you know Mitch, if you follow him on Instagram, he is such a complex individual. He's lived so much life. He's just been through the good, the bad, the evil. He's just seen it all. So I threw it out on Instagram um, that I, I had him coming in on the podcast today and we've got a few questions here. He's asked me not to brief him on the questions. <laughs> so we're kind of raw dogging this Q&A, which <laughs> it's a good way of putting it yeah, really, uh, isn't it? Yep, that's it. We'll, uh, we'll, take <laughs> we'll it. go with that. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So there's a few obviously topics that I kind of want to touch on, but I think if you could give the people a brief summary of how you started on social media, where you started, obviously the whole angry dad saga, maybe just sort of give them a brief update. Yeah. I guess for me, when I started like social media, wasn't even coined as a thing. Yeah. It was like you had Facebook and you had your friends on Facebook yep. and then it was like, I don't know, like me and my brother were always like pranking my dad our whole life. Mm. I guess my dad used to even prank my mum's dad. Like it's just <laughs> a thing that we did. And then obviously phones got better, internet got better. All YouTube those came about. And I had like the funny thing, my first YouTube channel was actually 14 years ago. Wow. I had a YouTube channel that I used to, this is how, this is what I used to do. You ready? What? I bought this thing off eBay that could record the television and I would watch Got Talent shows record their videos. Shut yeah, the I did. Up. I would record their videos to collect the AdSense and put it on, on 14 years ago. No yeah. way. So like I always was like, I remember watching. You're so innovative. Yeah, I remember so, watching a like a video on. I think it was like the one of the first ever videos on YouTube. It was a jogger mini, like a Nike ad with Ronaldinho, and I remember that was how early I was. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, and dude. I just like so. I had a YouTube account since I think it was like year six. <laughs> <laughs> so I was um, scraping AdSense illegally off the Got Talent video. So <laughs> oh my god! No comment. Get that bag. Yeah. Get that bag. <laughs> I remember like like I'd get like a letter in the mail. No, yeah. it was a letter. It was like a hard copy letter, and it was like Google. Dad was like, "What the fuck yeah. is that?" I was like, "I just got paid fourteen dollars." <laughs> <laughs> fucking little year sixer. Yeah, that's mad. That is so awesome. Okay, so you were doing that, and then obviously YouTube came about. Obviously, yeah, you Facebook. were doing that, Facebook, the whole thing, and then you just started uploading videos of you. Yeah, I was uploading onto my private page, like just Mitchell Orville. Yeah. And then 
was getting like heaps of friend requests <laughs> and I was like, this is like, don't know what, like, cause I didn't actually know what to do. There's no process. Yeah. At yeah, time. yeah. It was yeah. just a kid at school that said, hey, just like make it like a page so yeah. people could follow the page. Yeah. Made it a page. Uploaded, I think it was like three or four videos. And then on the fourth video, like had a massive hit on that one. It had like 50,000 likes on the page. And oh, I was wow. Like, Whoa. Yeah. This is when you could, Facebook grew. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, it literally just went from there. And then it was That's like, nuts. I sort of grew up mm. with social media. And yeah. like, I remember like, I was part of like very, like even on Facebook, mm. I was a part of a group called the Lad Biber Lad Bible, Bible Creative Contributors. So yep. it's like we were like in a small house. That was how that those pages are like put in your content. That's huge that, now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wow. So like I grew with it all and learnt through it all. Like even I didn't know this about you. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's how long ago it was, I guess. It was like it was a at, long time. Before you could even really make money for it. There wasn't even monetization. <laughs> well, no, because you were making your own <laughs> <laughs> stealing the ads. I was, I was ripping got talents. <laughs> that's so amazing. Wow. Okay, cool. So Angry Dad comes about, obviously, yeah. posting on YouTube, posting on Facebook, it blows up. Um, that Then, obviously, from there, you branched out and started your own brand, I guess you would say. Yeah. Then, obviously, you met your now partner, Chloe, who is another influencer who's also, obviously, based on the Cold Coast, lives with Mitch. You guys have some kids together. Um, what, like, was that like? I know I actually really want you to tell the story of how you and Chloe at the airport yeah oh can you please tell how that came about the guys' story is so fucking good well chloe and me i think chloe saw me on kurt coleman's <laughs> instagram <laughs> like kurt. out of everywhere oh my god i so love thanks that, for man. that kurt. yeah shout out kids. we love you <laughs> i owe you two kids <laughs> uh he uploaded i think it was a photo of me and she saw it she messaged me and i spoke to her a bit on like instagram i think we had each other on snapchat yep. on instagram spoke a bit and then it just like obviously didn't go to anything. She lived in she Brisbane. Was, yeah. And yeah, I was Melbourne. Yeah. I went to Hawaii on a holiday. And I remember, I'll never forget this part because it was so random. My cousin had a Bucks party mm. and he said, are you going to be back for my Bucks? And I was like, nah, like it's a family holiday in Hawaii. And I think I was only 18 at the time yeah, just. Yeah. So I was like, you're not doing your own thing. Like, yeah. You're still also, pretty. Yeah, I was still like. I was under mum and dad's wing. Yeah. Still would be if I didn't find No shit. Same. (laughs) So then, yeah, they, my cousin messaged me back within like an hour, plane tickets and said, I've booked you a flight tomorrow morning. You're coming back from my box. And I was like, whoa. Whoa. All right. This is happening. So I got on it, but there was a stopover Mm. in, um, so it was from Hawaii then it stopped in Brisbane. Brisbane and then went to Melbourne. In that Brisbane thing, I was at the airport and I remember going on, snap stories i think it was at the yeah. time and i seen that she was at the airport and i was like oh what are you doing she goes i have i was going to sydney but my flight's been delayed and i was like well no i got way. an out like a two-hour stopover i said you want to get lunch and yeah how fucking good had a couple is that of, had a couple of tuna ava sushis and then <laughs> here we are <laughs> that is wild i will never forget i remember hearing I think either she's told me that or you told me years ago when we first met that story and it's stuck with me ever since. Like, what the fuck are the chances of that? Seriously. It's fate. Yeah. It's like totally was just meant to be. I think it was, hey. Like, well, yeah, you couldn't really script that. No, nah, no way. I'm certainly not going to fly that far for sushi. So <laughs> <laughs> that's about the only chance you would have had. It's yeah, so true. Um, okay, cool. So then you guys, from there, it was like, were you inseparable? Like, did you, obviously yeah. you did the long distance she thing for a bit, right? Well, after that, this is pretty. This is probably the most wild part because mm. after that two-hour catch up, that's yeah. it. That's the only time we'd met. She then came and stayed at my family home for seven days. 
That's pretty near. That's pretty nice. That's huge. Like I could. I don't reckon I'd let someone I know now for a year let. Fuck no. Seven days no. Well, you've been through some shit too, <laughs> yeah. so it does surprise so me. When I think about that, I was like, and even Damn. for her to say yes, because she was young at the time. I think she's still like seventeen. Yeah, she was young. Even, yeah, yeah. Maybe younger. I don't yeah, know. she would have been. Wow. Okay. So then, <laughs> so she came and stayed with you. Yeah. How did it then go from obviously just meeting to then becoming like official? Well. It was like a because she then of, moved. Yeah, she so then she kept coming, flying down and back, and yeah. then like it was happening pretty quickly, and then she ended up living with Steph, Claire Smith, and Josh. Yes, for yep. six months. Yep. And then in that time, I'm pretty sure I made it official during that time, and mm-hmm. then it was like she's like, "Let's get our own place," and I was like, "Yeah, let's so do it. sick." And so, why were you? She was happy to come to you, obviously. Well, yes, she was, but that's where we sort of ended up compromising on the Gold Coast because she always missed home into not even necessarily this. just home, but it was like she missed the lifestyle. She yes, grew up around the sun, beach, beach and everything. Yeah, and I'd never had it. I used to just think Melbourne was God's the tits, gift. Like, yeah, oh, well, best city in the world. I'm just quoting like the Herald Sun. I didn't even know <laughs> any other cities. Yeah. For someone, I guess it depends on the lifestyle that you like too. Like, obviously, for you in that period of your life that Melbourne, yeah, Melbourne was, served me great yeah so. no shit we were like frothing living there obviously doing everything partying living like best yeah. young life whatever and I know that obviously Chloe's got a lot of family up here too right yeah. and so I I remember her saying that that was what they that she always wanted to do was to have have the kids and then get up here and just like settle down up here which is what you've done now which is amazing um but I do also want to get into there's been a few people who have um chimed in on Instagram just asking for some advice and also just sort of wanting to know a little bit more about how your life is completely turned around like you went from the party boy to the now not party boy super religious you know family guy I guess people are their question, I just want to find one and like actually read exactly what they've said because there's a few in here. Okay, this is just one that they've said. What was your motivation to turn your life around from when you were that 18-year-old party boy? I guess having kids is always the motivation. And Mm. I mean, like, this is what I like. I always like to make it clear. It's like, I'm not perfect. You know Mm. what I mean? You still have your moments. You still have your times. You still have your... Your times where you you go backwards. Yeah, exactly. You go backwards and it's like, it's part of life. It's just not making that your identity it's mm. like it's very easy to become as i said it's like you just said the party boy that's like that becomes your identity when yeah. you live it you know yeah. what i mean it's and like, everyone knows you as that person too like they rely on you almost for that as well exactly. and so that's what you had too with a lot of friends i think that you have had in your life so many people relied on you for that like injection of party yeah, in their life you know exactly what i mean right. yeah so i think it's about not letting that become your identity and become mm. your thing. It's like always make sure that, you know, you've got your own sort of, you're Other your own person. On. You're not ever, you're not ever painted with one brush. That's mm. what it's like. You don't, you don't ever want to become Lily Brown, the podcaster. And that's yeah. it. It's all you're known for the podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like, make sure it's like, there's more got, to you. There's more to you. Yeah. And don't let, you know, you're even, cause that's a behavior. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, it's not even like, it's not you. you. It's not even like your personality. It's like, it's a behavior. So it's something that you do. So it's like, don't identify with that. Yeah. And it's easier to get out of it. And it's Mm. like still to this day, it's like I still have my, you know, ups and downs, but Mm. it's like I don't ever identify with it. I know who I am Mm. as a person Mm. deep down. I know Mm. what I want. I know like, you know. Yeah. And now you've got two little people that you're responsible for too, which as you said, obviously that would change and that changes everybody. Um, And obviously that gives you a reason to then 
in like pull yourself out of a dark what, place exactly or right. whatever. Well, like you've got two people that are depending on you for everything. It kind of doesn't really give That's you it. much so other choice. So make sure your why is there. It's like why is your why do you want to get out of what or what is it? It's like you've obviously identified. You know, mm. if you're going out too much or you know you don't like how you feel. It's like okay, why? Mm. Identify your why. Don't let it become your who who you are. Mm. And then it's like just do whatever you can to you know build around that thing and don't mm. let don't don't paint yourself with that brush don't mm. make that become your only identity don't feel like you know mm. you're broken because of it just mm. focus on the other areas because i'm sure there's more to you oh, than just that because i've been there and it wasn't just who i am it yeah. was something that you know it was a behavior it was a pattern that i fell into and it was something that was comfortable it made me feel a certain way mm. it was never just who i was i there was always so much more to me so it was like mm. i just focused on those other things mm. and then yeah having kids for me obviously was like is and always will be the thing that will always pull me up and drive yep. me away from you know Anything all of those like dark that. temptations which are constantly there yeah do you think that like for someone who maybe doesn't have kids and is has is going through a similar thing to what you did or is partying too much wants to get out of it like obviously with your health journey <clears throat> we saw you if you guys follow uh, Mitch on Instagram I'm sure you've seen like you were super into your running for yeah. a really long time was that something that really helped you like you were so because obviously I know you personally and I just know how when you get fixated on something yeah. like even with partying like yeah. I remember that was we, it was like that's what we were doing we were doing it all the time <laughs> yeah. and it was just like heaps of fun and whatever but like same with your and in the like on the other end of the spectrum with health and fitness now which is fucking amazing you've managed to just become so fixated and obsessed with that yeah. um do you think that was something that you used as like a tool to yeah, well, stop yourself from doing other things having an addictive personality mm. is actually a good thing fuck because yeah you just need to channel it right and correct it right and totally like, as soon as you you know find out where you can apply that to yep and channel it well you can you can get do anything lot, really yeah, do anything mm. with it so i was like for me, I did like I went through that running thing, but I guess I went so you were so into it, eh? Yeah, so and you lost it. so much weight. And yeah, that was the other thing. So when I went so into that, it was like, but I started that mm. right because um, I remember listening to Mike Tyson say, "Discipline's finding something you hate and doing it every day like you love it." Oh, that's and that so was running you. for me. Yeah, I hated running. It was the number I said, "What's my thing?" I hated running, so I said, "Good, I'm going to do that every day until." Like, and do it like I love it. But the thing was, after like a year and a half, I loved it. Yeah. It never become a discipline anymore. It was yeah. like, it was, it was a privilege to be able to run. I loved it. And like, you got up real early too. Like yeah. you had like people doing it with you. Like it yeah. was a whole thing. So I think like, I mean, I don't know, but I assume like when you make it more of like a community thing, obviously you're posting it on your social media. People are like, half relying on you for like the inspiration to yeah. get up and go and do it every day it's like that becomes quite heavy I would think yeah as and like a weight once again it nearly became my identity so right I was like and then you'll notice when things like that happen I always I always go shift. backwards I no, yeah I'm not in shift, but I change it's like yeah now it's like strength, something different tra like strength training because it's mm. like okay what do I and then I realized during that you know season like mm -hmm. I loved running but I hated like Wait, it was hard. You know, it felt hard. I felt like, that's I was like, like, okay, so now that's my new Amazing focus. that you can, you're the way that you can program your brain to like something that you hate. Like yeah. I'm trying to think about something that I hate. I fucking hate running. Yeah. But I, the, for the couple of times that I've done it, like, I don't know, maybe I've, I think I've literally gone for a run once on the Gold Coast because I'm like, there's someone's going to see me running along the waterfront there and I'm so mortified and embarrassed <laughs> at how I run. But I love how it makes me feel. I just... I'm too embarrassed to do it because I'm worried that someone's going to 
filming. And, you know what? No one even cares. I know, I know. It's so in my own head. Yeah. Um, but just hearing you say that and that quote that you mentioned by Mike Tyson, I'm like, wow. And that is, to me, that's triggered something yeah. in me. I'm like, fuck, I actually need to like be doing that because I know it would make me feel amazing and yeah. I wouldn't be doing it for any other reason but to just mentally feel like clear and... And what happens when you do something like that, right? If you show, So every day you pick something that you hate and you do it, mm. well, everything else becomes easier because you've yeah. just picked the one the thing that thing. you hate and you've done that. So what else gets harder for that? Don't, nothing. Nothing can match how bad that was. So, so you, true. You, you, you overcome it and you're like, great. Now, everything else, easy, 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 that's easy. That's such good advice. Mm. And that's what running did for me. And then it got to the point where I, I actually loved, loved it. it. So I was like, I can, I, can, change it yeah, up. I, was like, I can have this as a <laughs> discipline, but it's no longer a discipline. And I knew that. So wow. I said, what's my new sort of discipline? So when you were when you were doing heaps of running, like rural religiously, do you mind if I ask you how much, like, because you lost a lot of yeah. weight. Well, that's why too. So yeah. I lost, I went from 104 kilo to 78 kilos. Oh my god! So I was like a, I was like you a like piece of dental yourself. floss. <laughs> you were, and you were so um, your face like that's what I noticed mm. the most. Like because I obviously know what you look like and I've seen you in a lot of different phases of your life. But yeah, that, was, that like, was when you were so like your face was just so like slim. Yeah, it was. I did, and then it was that was the time I actually got robbed too, and oh. then something went off in me where I was like. I want to. I don't want to be like. You want to be able to be protect yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, like it was like a, it was like the switch that went off. I was like, okay, that's it's done. New phase. That yep. phase is done. Wow, that's amazing. Holy shit! I know Caleb's looking at like shaking his head like this bloke is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people wondering um, what you do for work at the moment, and if you have any new business ventures coming up. Um, I know you've got something in real estate happening right now. Yeah, I got my license in real estate because my dad is opening his own agency. Saw this, yes. What's so the name of the agency? We can drop it. Orville Real Estate. There you go. Follow it on Instagram, so he's guys. Check it out. selling mine and Chloe's apartment at the yes. moment. Yes. So that was pretty cool. Saw that. So cool. That was open the other day, right? Yeah. Yeah, epic. Did so you have get, many people come yeah, through? a few come through, a couple of interests. So we just, that's a good one for him to learn off. Yeah. But I got that license because, well... Two reasons. One, it scares you. No, one was it was four day course. I couldn't, I couldn't just actually understand that. Four days. Four days. That's it. That's it. That's it. And just to get your real estate license, and then you can just sell houses. Nine to five in a classroom, like you're back at school. Four days. Bang, oh, bang, nah. bang. Real estate agent. I said, I'm going to just get that. Of course you are. I'll just yeah, like, have it under your belt. Yeah, I was like, that's just. That's too. actually sick. You just have. And I was like, it's an industry with like and uncapped earnings you know mm. what I mean it's commission based so it's like if you for instance and I always think it's like it's a really good networking yeah thing. So it's like if you've got a good network yeah you've got you can talk yeah you're trustworthy yeah. you're authentic yeah you've got a good like you know you're the perfect contact. Package. it's like well yeah. if someone all you need is a couple of people say hey bro, I'm selling this or buying it. it's like you can and make people who money. know you too who would want you to earn the commission it's like fuck yeah you know so many people that's too just, that's right so I was like I'm going to get that license my dad's got an age he's not going to force me to be a real estate agent every day yeah when I want or if I want it's like I'll be able to, I know I'll be able to do it so that I'll, is so cool I'll do it What's what's a hundred k commission too? Yeah, that's I was like, it's crazy. That's nuts! So wow, four days. Four days. That's it in the classroom, and I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, why not? hundred percent. I'm like, should I do it? Yeah, see, <laughs> Hannah did it. I know Hannah's done yeah. it too. Yeah, so that's so cool. Like, it's just like a little family. Yeah. Hopefully, like when it grows, eventually you'll just be able to all do it together, and as much or as little as you like, because Mark owns the agency. That's it. So I was so like, good. I'm gonna just keep that like 
license in my pocket yeah. and draw on it when slash if, if you I want need. to. Yeah. But outside of that, so obviously you've got that, but you're, are you, would you say that you're a stay-at-home dad at the moment? I am mix mix so i always i always have my you know what you've I'm got like. heaps got of shit i know finger in, i'm a so finger in pies yeah guy. i've got a lot in the back but i'm actually working for the first time in a long time i'd say i can't even remember a couple of years mm. plus i've been working on my own thing so fuck yes clothing as well no way yeah. so it's been like that's been in the pipeline for oh my ages God. and it's something that i've like always wanted to do yes and you know what I'm like, stars align, oh, right yeah. people, right thing. And oh, yeah. it all just quickly came together. And now it's like, it's in the execution stage. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so exciting. So when do you think you'll be like, do you plan on launching that next year maybe? See, that's the best. Yeah, I don't, as I said, I'm in no rush. Yeah. But the pe- the person that I've aligned, like, aligned with mm-hmm. and had help and all that stuff, like it's happening quicker than I thought. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Like it's it was the right just happen right match. That's so awesome. Fuck, that's so important too. Like, oh, yeah. especially with clothing and stuff like for me personally I've had I had someone come on board when I launched chill that was just so toxic and she literally was like a cancer in my business she ended up like melting an extra 40 percent into my production invoices and pocketing it herself so I completely oh yeah I completely can relate to that like it's right right person right time it just all makes sense and then when you're comfortable and ready you'll just launch it and it'll be amazing yeah and that's it and that's and it's because it's a it's a passion thing for me too you know what I mean it's like It's a creative release. And you'll see when it when it comes and why. Like it's not just, it's the philosophy different. behind it is very different. It's mm-hmm. very me. You'll mm-hmm. go wow. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've also done. Did you end up doing merch for uh, what was that smile? You did hooded some, smile. Hooded smile. Yeah. yeah, that was. So what was that about? Because I kind of remember it brief. I remember it vaguely, but I don't it's really just, remember it too it was much. Jumpers, but we did like the we did some charity raises. Like that's what we raised like the three hundred and eighty grand for the bushfires. Oh, bro. So we did like a few different activations like that. But yeah, it was like basically positivity and hoodies. Mm. And then my next thing is, yeah, I'm not- What even, you've got. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah no, don't, please, yeah, please, please keep it from us because I'm dying. You'll, you'll be like, yeah, like I see. It's that, so you. It's, it's part of me, you know mm. what I mean? I've already like yep, yep. done it, established it. Yep. And it's like just, it's the next step, I guess. So exciting. And there was a part of me that, you know, when I had kids, I was extremely fulfilled. Mm. So- I used to do business as like a thing that was like, you know, I was trying to always fulfill or, you know, chase more and stuff like that. And for the first time in ages, I was really content. Content. Mm-hmm. So it's only now at this point, which is why it's so, it's good that it's happening that like I am probably going, you know what? Ready. Artie's three. Yeah. Sunny's one. Like, yeah. I'm there a lot. You're ready I've to do something for yeah, you I'm, again. Exactly. I haven't yep. done something for me now for so long. Like, yeah. It's not even funny. So yep. it's like. Because even like the whole vlogging and all that stuff. Like yeah, I people actually I- want to know about that. That was another question. People are saying, when are you coming back to yeah, so YouTube? I Fuck, YouTube. I get that question yeah, all the time. I started <laughs> YouTubing again. Like I started vlogging bits and pieces and stuff yep. like that. It is so much harder and oh. difficult when you've got kids. And oh, totally. Because I don't want it to be... A distraction from them. Yes. Yeah. And I don't want it to be about the camera. So the way that I am doing it, how I'm doing it, it's very in parts. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I still haven't even totally made up my mind whether I'd put it, I'm going to put it out yet, but it's something that I'm, you know, I'm flirting with the idea, Yeah. but all of those things that I always did and love doing, like I put it on the back foot mm. to have a family yep. and to be home, put your kids to be first. around. Yep. And I don't regret any of that. No way. So it's like, and I've, I think two I've people, less, yeah. but in my, 
in what I value, I've done more. Definitely. And I think too, like people, it's so, it's so easy for people to say like, come back to YouTube and like, you know, do this, do that towards creators. But like, it's, it's not, it's not as easy as just coming back. Like, it's like, you have to be in the right frame of mind. You have to like, you know, not saying that you're acting necessarily. And like, I'm speaking on behalf of myself, but like you, when there's so many other things going on in your life, whether it's business or it's kids or it's your partner or whatever it is, like everything just needs to be aligned for you to be in the right mental to produce content like that. Because if it's not, then they say, oh, you're so, you you seem so sad this time or you seem like you're in a bad mood. It's like, you you're screwed either way because yeah. even if they want you to put out content all the time and you're not in a great mood so you put it out but then they say this is shit because you look yeah, sad so. it's like you know it's like it's such a double-edged sword so yeah I think um I I think that's amazing I think your kids are bloody perfection little packages of humans I mean it's not entirely surprising given the parents but <laughs> they are just so ridiculously cute Artie is like he I mean he's a mini you really isn't he it's so nuts even his hair like everything about him he's so well I mean both of them look like a mixture of the two of you but I just feel like Artie is so he's so smart he's very he's very unique yeah he's very deep he's there's so much to him him. even when I came here this morning (laughs) (laughs) I said uh, he was about to leave with Chloe I said give daddy a kiss and he ran up the hallway and he went to give him his hand. Mm, you smell nice, daddy. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, where did you pull that from? It's like, I just put on like a little spray thing. He's just kissing. Mm, you smell nice, daddy. It's like, <laughs> oh that's God. such a, a crazy thing for a, a three-year-old little to say. kid. He's so, I feel like he's so complex. And he's so like, because obviously Chloe is very holistic and like, when her in her pregnancies I think that was something that she was really like super into right and I just look at your two kids now and I just think like they're so like Artie's so well behaved he's so well mannered he's so just like the perfect it's a credit to you both obviously and your parenting but just like it's so amazing how children can just be so like well oh, you know children, what I'm trying to say kid, yeah, like kid, I think like kids currencies are, is time Right? Mm. So it's time spent. That's the only currency they know how to perceive. So it's yeah. like if you spend time with your kids, yeah. like they are going to develop. They're going to understand. They're yeah. going to like. They're going to learn. They're so going like, And it's like when you are with them, like we like <laughs> the Artie's only spent one night away from us wow. since he was born, and that was when Sunny was born. Yeah, and that's it. He's never like day. We've had him, but it's either day. me or Chloe every day. Or sometimes it's like my mom, but some, most of the time if my mom's, gonna, I'm there too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so I'll it's go like to they're never mom, without so you. Mom, so it's yep. like they've had this like. Nurturing. Just, just like. Time put into them. And it's like, they've been able to just, yeah, I don't know. It's like learn and mm. be around. But obviously it's, that's the privilege of, you know, how we live and what we get to do. We've that's got it. that choice. But that's yep. where it's like, that's why it's a choice to me. It's like, I don't, I wouldn't change it change that for the world nah. and it's like once he, now i can see like but i i've noticed like i can <laughs> see now he's getting to that point for example i take him to this trampoline like, oh yes class. okay it's yep. a class yeah right? so it's the first time he's ever had anyone but me telling him what to do and stuff like that and i was like i just would want to see how, how he goes react. yeah oh he's like no. the, he's just waiting <laughs> line my like that he sits around he listens he understands he i was like so i could see that's him being you know a little bit more ready to now yes. you know go up to that have a bit more you know learn from someone else different interaction whereas 
six months ago he would have not even liked that you yeah, know what I mean? wow. be like i oh, don't trust or i don't want but it's yeah. like you can sit you can pick when they're ready so yeah. it's like okay now i know i'm starting to Does it make you a bit sad like oh off you go <laughs> like <laughs> not out on your own but yeah. like you know it's still a bit like oh he's growing up and yes i know because now i can communicate with him so much yeah so i can understand like he will tell me anything and everything that's going on there's not a conversation we can't have even last night we're kind of preparing dinner together so oh, I, I saw yeah. this on your story so i give him he's got this little special knife and then I do it. So I always give him a task to do, mm-hmm. right? He was cutting up the mushrooms and I was cutting up the onions. And I was like to him, I was like, and I was starting to cry. I was like, oh, I was like, this, like onions, you know, onions Sting. make you cry. Like, and he goes, stop talking shit, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that does sound like I'm talking shit, it's but I'm not. It's like a mini you. Yeah, I'm talking like, to a mini me. Like, oh, daddy, stop talking shit. Like, I know onions don't make you cry. I was like, fair enough. Like, like, oh, my God. That's like, so good. Always, like, the conversations, like, that I have with him now is it's like there's... He's a little person. There's no barriers between us. So it's like if he wants... Like, for instance, we took him around, to, like, <laughs> we just as the thing, we want to take him for a tour of, yeah. like, a kinder to see if he's ready. Because we don't want to withhold him from anything. Right? Yes. It's yeah. like, if you want to go off, yeah, you do can it. do that. We'll put you in a school or something tomorrow, you know yeah. what I mean? But if you don't, like, we don't care. Yeah. Like, you're welcome. We took him around. Yeah, it was cool. They had, like, trains and, like, cars and lots of kitchen stuff, but... I just like hanging out with you, mummy and daddy. Oh, my <laughs> God. So I said, so you don't want to go there? Nah. <laughs> I said, that's all right. <laughs> Good. Next time, buddy, we'll try. Oh, my God. So it's like, we're just like. He's just like a little person. He's not yeah, a baby anymore. It. And it's like, that's where I feel comfortable now in mm. the next phase. And it's like, we try and like let them intuitively lead when they're ready. Well, yeah. and they do. Like, he learned to swim yesterday, randomly. That was it. He's been in what, like did you throw him in the pool or something? So we had the day before yesterday, I took him into the water with his um, life jacket. He, had, he always has his life jacket and he would swim, but he would never, ever, ever go underwater. Like mm. he couldn't get past his neck. As soon mm. as he like hated it, right? Mm. He looked at me two days ago and went, hey, daddy. And he went, like that and put his face down. So I was like, this, this is, is it. it. He's yep. ready. Yes. Like, <laughs> We're gone. Like, so I was like, put it on. Ended up getting to the point where we dunk together, hold his breath and come up. Oh. Next day. Bit more, bit more, bit more. By the point now, swimming across the pool by himself, holding oh his breath, God. and I was like, "See, if I had forced him into that, there's he no would have been too scared." Yeah, they know they, 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 when they're ready, they're ready, and yeah. they'll, they'll show you. That's so cute. <laughs> oh my God, I just, I can't even get over how much he looks like the two of you. He's a, a perfect mix, don't you think? Yeah, no DNA test needed. Yeah, no, definitely not. And what about like obviously Sonny? So what? He's one now. Sonny's walking. He's off. Oh my he's, god, he's walking. Yeah, he's off learning from his big brother. It's so nice. It's so good that he's got that. Like I find like that zero to one stage. It's very like mum. They still dependent. want their mum mm-hmm. a yep. lot. Yeah, he's pretty like, but he's he's actually quite a daddy's way more of a daddy's boy than Artie was at that age. Yeah, but he's also still very dependent on mum. Um, still breastfeeding and all yep. of that stuff. So it's like just now I'm starting to get to that point when I've got like where I'm like, so for instance, yesterday when I had them, I had them the whole day clothes at work. Yep. I was like showing them how to play together. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you got to play like teach Share play, and share everything. everything. Yep. And I just let them sort of have their own little like yep. society mm-hmm. amongst it. And I was like, they're, 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 they're clicking they're on. They're getting, wow. How do they go with that? Like with sharing? Cause I know like for me, Jet's got two, uh, Jet's got three nephews and I think one's about to be five. One's, two and then one's about to turn one and the two and the almost one-year-old like the two-year-old he's just 
a bit feral at yeah. the moment. Like he's they're, they're the cutest things ever, but the sharing is well, just. I think if, if you think about it, it's natural. Like I yeah, still don't course. even like sharing. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, like, but I can com- we can comprehend that. We can go, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll be sure. I like, yeah, know, yeah. I'd love to eat all of this if I could. But like, if <laughs> she wants some, then she can have some. Yeah. So it's like. Even still, it doesn't feel... So for them, they don't know how to rationalise that. Yeah. It's like they have something, it's theirs, and they don't want to give it. Yeah. So I just always, like, I'll suggest it, but it's like you try and just mitigate it in different ways. But it's like, I don't think, like, it's. I think it's so normal not mm. to want to share, especially at that age. Definitely. Like, like, when they don't know any better yeah, too. Like, that doesn't feel nice. I like this. This is mine. Well, they just know how they feel. So yeah. So true. So I do want to touch on briefly um, about your faith yep. because obviously that's something that has completely changed your life um, to my knowledge anyway. So I kind of want to know like the journey, how you got there. Was there like a come to Jesus moment for you or like did, was it just something it's that you were- been a mix of many. It's still to this day like more and more things all the time that makes just confirms and like it's so wild to 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 know you before and to know you now like and I mean it doesn't surprise me because obviously there's so many people who are so of so many different religions in the world and obviously religion is so big in our world but like knowing knowing how you were prior and knowing how obsessed with it and I mean as we've spoken about like you do have a bit of an addictive personality and like maybe this is something that you're also would you say that you're also like yeah well I've always been very like spiritual right so yes. I've always had things from when I was born mm-hmm. like literally when I was born to being a kid to being in high school mm. but, like I haven't had the average growing no. up it's yeah. like but there's always been something more mm. out there and things that have happened and things that have been unexplainable but I never knew what it was mm. and it was like as soon as I found Christ mm. at that exact point. So it's like, for instance, if I remove that piece of my life and I go, that looking back at my life, does it make sense? No, not a lot of it did. Wow. Right? And I was always unsure of, yep, yep, yep. Put that piece in, connected every single dot. I said, whoa, this makes sense. I understand this now. Wow. So this is all I need to do. Then it's like, like me, as you know, I get addicted to things. Mm. So I, I learned as as much as I could, like I caught, like just obsessed over reading the Bible and all that. Absolutely everything, learning everything that I could about the history of like the disciples, the everything. Right. And I go, it's undeniable to me. I can't find one flaw. It's like the consistencies is ridiculous. Wow. That's amazing. So was there a point, like, was there a day? Do you remember like the moment? I remember the first time I had the feeling Mm. of like the Holy spirit was listening to a song called Mm. the blessing by Kari Job. And like, I, I've still to this day never felt like that feeling before. Like wow. it was like, it was when I accepted like it mm-hmm. as something way more mm-hmm. than what I could even comprehend. And then after it, it was like, my philosophy is like the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. When mm. you accept it and you fear God and what we're here for, mm everything starts differently. Mm. Like you look at everything differently. There's mm. not a day. Well, you're a, a prime example of yeah, that. There's not a day or a decision that goes by. And it's like, you still make the wrong choices. You still make the wrong decisions. Yeah, there's you still always up, yeah. this thing, right? Where it's like. Underlying. Underlying where it's like, you've got God there. And mm. it's like, it changes the whole narrative of how you live and mm. the way that you live. And it's, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Because wow. it's constantly got me wanting to be better. Mm questioning myself wanting like craving that intimacy with god and learning and listening yep 
And you obviously, you go, I know you go to church. Do you take the kids? No. Not yet? No. Will you, will that be something that you will want to do with them when they get old sure. enough? Yeah. Yeah, but I want to take them in when they're not in like the, kid, the kids place. And I want to take them when they When can, they can probably get involved listen. and sing and, you yeah. know, do all of that. Yeah. So I, um, but I'm like, I, I pray for Artie. I teach him about prayer. He knows, I ask him about God. Jesus and God. He loves it. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I said, like, he come in and said, I said, where are you? Because whenever I'm going somewhere and he's not coming, he's so confused. Because you would always go with him, yeah. Where are you going, daddy? I said, I'm going to church to learn about Jesus. Oh. (laughs) Yes, mate. Yes. Yes, You'll learn learn more one day. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. There's so much. I feel like I could talk to you for hours just because obviously we have so much to catch up on. And this is a proper real only catch up that we've had since I've moved to the Gold Coast, which is fucked because our mums spend every day together. I know, that's um, it's that? so weird. Our we need to change that. Friends. They're literally best friends. Whatever they're drinking, some fountain of youth, it's fucking odd. They I both don't... just look like they're 20 years old. I'll never forget the first, I think it was the first time I met you and you said you called <laughs> my mum Benjamin Button. Yeah. And ever since then, I'm like, that's literally like she's How Benjamin Button, but is so it? is yours. I know. And then they're just like, it's so odd. I just don't, I know. And I remember when we came down for that Zep, event that you surprised Chloe with at your house Oh yeah, that's and um mum and I came down and then they they just got along like a bloody house on remember and now it's like and now they're best friends that's and crazy hey literally. they were always like oh I wish we lived in the same city and like we'd have so much fun and then it just all aligned and, and then you do. all moved up here and now they're best friends and go to Pilates together every day so yeah it's amazing how crazy hey? it's so nuts um okay I'm gonna chew your ear off if we don't wrap this up so <laughs> I'm gonna wrap this up now guys thank you so much for being here Mitch thank you for having me you're um, a bloody inspiration honestly your story your journey you're just amazing and I to me you're an inspiration to me I know you're an inspiration to so many others so god bless you love you lots wish you nothing but the best as always and that's all i think god bless thank you lb no worries lb yes thanks guys see you next week have the best day bye this is a Poly Studios production.